there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Alex Goldman. PJ Vote, Fia Benin. PJ Vote and Alex Goldman. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys remember the Hello episode we did last year? Yeah. And in it, you guys took calls for 48 hours. You experienced a lot of misery. And then at one point, this woman named Laura called. And she just, like, made everything lovely by playing a lot of musical instruments for you and giving you, like, a breather. Yes. It was great. So the way we're going to start today's episode, I have her phone number. We're going to give her a call. Cool. All right. Hello. Hi, Laura. It's PJ and Alex. Hi. <laughs> Hi, guys. How have you been? Good. This is so this is like so strange that you guys are calling me. I'm at Warner Brothers today, and we're recording for a movie called Game Night. Really? Hold on, everyone. Say hi. Who, who's those? Are famous musicians. <laughs> 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 I'm at lunch right now. So. That's wild. So uh, this is the episode where we catch up with people who we've talked to over the past year or so. And um, we were wondering if you could play us some uh, tunes on the French horn. Okay. Um, I have to go. Let me, let me go into the studio. This is very, it's, I have to be very quiet. Let's see who's in here. How, how are you well, going to play the French, French horn if you're going to be very quiet? If you have to be very quiet. You know, they're going to just think I'm, like, warming up or something. Oh. And there's people just, like, we're on our break, so they're just checking their phones. Hold on, I'm walking. <laughs> there's not very many people in here. <clears throat> and I have, like, salad in my teeth. Hold on, I'm going to put you on speakerphone in the studio, okay? Okay, okay. Okay, I'm just going to play my French horn. All right, jam out. Hey, Gary. Can you oompa over there? This is for my friend. What is an oompa? You'll see. <laughs> ah, oompa. very embarrassing. <laughs> do you still remember the melody for the Reply All song? I sure do. How does that one go? Okay, let's see. 
From Gimlet, this is Reply All. I'm PJ Vote, And I'm Alex Goldman. And I'm Fia Benin. This is our last episode of the year. And so we are going to solve some of our unsolved mysteries. We're going to call up some of our favorite people we got to talk to. Update some episodes people still had questions about. We're going to do a bunch of other weird stuff. And then we will take this year and stuff it into a garbage can and set it on fire. Perfect. Um, what are we doing first? Okay. First up, episodes 102 and 103. Long distance. PJ. Alex. Remember when I, when I went to India? Yes. <laughs> Such a weird intro. Yes. Um, Somebody tried to scam you. And I tried to become their friend. And that went on for like a year. Yeah. And then they said in a polite and offhanded way, hey, if you're ever in India, you're free to hang out. And then you took him literally and went there to try to understand, like, basically, like, what happens inside a scam call center. Like, the businesses that call Americans and pretend to be Apple Computer and really they're scammers. Right. And the company's called Acostings. Acostings Infotech Private Limited. God, just a great series of words. So what is, what's the news? What What's happened? So, I mean, the first thing that happened after the first episode came out is that many of their websites shut down. Like, they were hiding. Yes. But what I will say is that people say they are still getting calls, that, like the one that I received. Your iCloud's been compromised. It's a robocall, et cetera, et cetera. Which doesn't necessarily mean that a costings is doing it. Right. But you did, your reporting didn't, not only did it not, like, destroy the ecosystem, like, obviously, but, like, people are still doing this. Yes, I definitely did not destroy the ecosystem. But I was curious in the five months since I reported this story if anything had changed specifically at a costings. So I decided to call Kamal, who was like the manager of Acostings, and the person who I had most of my interaction with. The guy who you had a long telephone friendship. Uh, telephone relationship. relationship. Yeah. And to my surprise, I called his cell phone and he picked up. Which is surprising because your guys' relationship ended in a bad place. It didn't end in a great place. And what did he say? I said, hey, Kamal, it's Alex. And he was like, what can I do for you? And huh. he said... We're doing our end-of-the-year episode where we update our stories. <laughs> What's going on with the company? How you doing? And he said, I don't want to participate. Thank you. And he hung up. I'm surprised he got that far, honestly. I am, too. I can't believe he picked up. So the next thing I did was say, like, I wonder if I, me saying the name of their company and their address on the radio 1,500 times made it enough for them to move. Like, are they still above? Because they were above headphones, the headphone bar. Mm-hmm. So are they still there? I called headphones. And? <laughs> and I said, hey, is there like a tech support uh, company above you guys? And the guy who was working there told me it was his first week and that they had had a party there the night before. The accosting crew? Yeah. I mean, it seems that way. It was the call center above the bar. Wow. Did they burn an effigy of you? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. So they're still, they're everything, the world spins. The world spins. The only other thing I have to report is that shortly before the first episode came out, I went to Kamal and said, hey, Kamal, I just want you to know this is what's going to be in the episode. If you have any complaint about the way that I'm describing this, 
now is your chance on the record to clear it up. Yeah. And he wouldn't answer any of my questions, but one of the things he took exception to was me saying that I figured this all out because of the Who Is records on the websites. He was like, anybody can put anything they want in the Who Is records. It doesn't make a difference. What do you think it meant that that was the thing he took objection to? I think he was just trying to give to give himself plausible deniability. He's like, yeah, someone put a bunch of websites up in the name, you know, Kamal Verma or, or But whatever. you don't know it was me. But you don't know it was me. And then, right after the first episode came out, one of the many websites in the constellation of websites associated with the Constings, a place called ampcsupport.com, changed the registration on the site so that the registrar's name was Alex Goldman. <laughs> and they put my phone number out there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I appreciate their cheekiness. Next up, episode 104, The Case of the Phantom Caller. You remember this one, Alex? The one where you solved what seemed like an impossible mystery. Yes. I was really impressed with you. Thanks, Alex. Sounded patronizing. Meant it sincerely. Yeah, I was trying to figure it out. I was like <laughs> replaying it in my head. Um, so one of the thoughts like that I has been kind of lingering in my head since we broadcast that was how basically like whoever is behind those calls, like like their scam is they call people on the phone and then they play them audio and they try to make it so that the audio is captivating in a way where the person keeps listening. Right. Anyway, I was thinking about these calls and I was thinking about how person who's making them or persons, their job is actually kind of similar to our job. Are you putting out a call to hire them? No, I'm not putting out a call to hire them. So I had a different idea, actually. Mm, disappointing. Uh, I wanted to see if you and I could come up with better spooky calls because we're professionals. And like our job is to make audio interesting. So I was thinking like, okay, we're going to have a competition. Both of us gets to go home tonight and try to make the best spooky call that we can. First thing tomorrow morning, we'll come in and we will call people we know and see which one, which of these spooky calls keeps people on the line for the longest. <clears throat> How do you feel about that? And are, we're competing. Yes. <laughs> you worried? Yes. Really? Yeah. Why? I'm worried because so much of what we do is implicitly framed as competition. To explicitly frame it as competition is just going to be you being like, well, I won, I won. And I'm already assuming that I've lost. Wow. I mean, I assume you're going to lose too, but uh, <laughs> I didn't think you would. Who are we going to call? Fia, have you worked this out? Yes. I know who we're going to call, but I'm going to tell you guys when you come back tomorrow. Okay. This is such a weird idea. <laughs> Do you have an idea of what feeling you're going to try to give the person you're calling? I mean, I can't think of anything other than deeply unsettling. I want to give someone a deeply unsettling feeling. You do it for me all the time. So tomorrow morning, we'll make some phone calls. Sounds good. Okay. Hi, PJ. Okay, so. It's sensational to see you and sens hear from you. It's sensational to see you as well. We've had time to build our own spooky calls. I'm very curious what comes from the mind of Alex Goldman. <laughs> well, um, 
I don't know how good I feel about you this. You feel good about it. He- here's what happened. You told me on Monday night, you said, okay, come back tomorrow with a spooky call. So I woke up at five in the morning. I dragged a bunch of extension cords into my attic. and Extension cords? Because I needed to plug a bunch of things in. Oh, this is already weird. And I tried to make a spooky call. I took some lessons from the the episode, and tr- hopefully, I incorporated them in a way that. And what was your theory about in the what? What did you feel like the spooky caller was doing right that you wanted to emulate? Um, tell me about your work. <laughs> I wanted it to feel like it. There might be a thread to follow here, but um, it's unclear what it is. Right. Like, tell a little bit of the story. Okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. What? Are, we're here. Look, all I'm saying is, what if you're wrong? Then what? Just imagine a scenario in which you could be wrong. It could be pretty serious. Like, it could be a big deal. Oh, it's so weird. Remember that's Harvey? Yeah. Wow. Crying to help. Oh, this gives me the stomach ache feeling. It sounds like all the years of a divorce happening at the same time. Like time slipped. What are the sounds? You wanna wait? It's going to take a long time. Out. It's going to take, like, I don't blame you. Oh, God, I hate this so much. It's stressing me out so bad. <laughs> I know. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to talk to you. I'm trying to talk to you about this. Not a big deal. Oh, okay. Enough. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> Do you want to wait a long time? No more. Is this fun? Please stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> I listened, too. Like, even knowing that it was a trap, I fell into it. My thought was like a half-heard conversation between a father and son would be, uh, would be was, like tantalizing kind of. And then I also pretended to be having like half of a phone conversation over it. Wow, you're, which is like a fighty conversation. Which is like a fighty, unpleasant conversation. And then what are all the weird swirly sounds? Uh, there's a little bit of droney synthesizer in there. Um, and then the sort of like echoey banging is I turned the reverb all the way up on my amplifier and then just grabbed it and Dropped it on the floor. Alex, you're good at making sound art. <laughs> okay, do you want to hear mine? Yes. Okay. I'm very impressed with yours. This is fun. This feels like arts and crafts for creeps. <laughs> okay. You ready? Yes. Would you hold on just a minute, please? Yeah. Yeah, is Lefty there? He's across the street, Lefty, putting uh, a lion in the truck. He, he got the lion in the truck? Yeah, they got to get rid of the lion. I know. Who's he going to give it to? He wanted, you know what he wanted to do? He's crazy. What? He said, what I'll, is he, this? Mobster wiretaps. It's a conversation he's about a mobster in, getting you know, their lion confiscated from them. Lion. A lion, Jade, imagine that. He's nuts. Yeah. There's no question about it. If we get somebody to give it to, what was that? That's whale well song. Maron. Maron. 
Now, another thing with crotch down where your nuts hang is always a little too tight. So when you make them up, give me an inch that I can let out there. What is uh, this? It's it Lyndon Johnson it's like ordering riding, trousers. It's just like riding a, a wire fence. These are almost, these are the best that I've had. How do you get that? States. It but, just uh, exists. Uh, let's see if you can't leave me about an inch from the, where the zipper ends uh, around uh, under my, back to my bunghole. All right, then. So I can let it out there if I need to. What the f- Fuck. It's just the guy with the bunghole who wants his pants to fit. And uh, if you get those to me, I would sure be grateful. I don't like Lyndon Johnson because of this. <laughs> Hello? Oh, yeah. Donnie. Yeah, okay. <laughs> How long is yours total? Five minutes, I think. Mine is 11, but that's really optimistic. Okay, so... Now we are going to pit your calls against each other. It is time for Spooky Caller Face-Off. I am going to call the parents of people on the Reply All team. They have no idea we're calling. And we'll see who stays on the phone the longest. Sound good? Yes. First up, PJ, we're going to try your recording on Alex's mom. Okay. How long do you think your mom will stay on? 45 seconds. That's a lot. Hello? Would you hold on just a minute, please? Hello? (laughs) Maybe we overestimated our ability to be riveting. Now, Alex, you're calling Tim's dad. Hello? What? We're here? Look, all I'm saying is what if you're wrong? Then what? Hello? Just imagine a scenario on which you could be And now, my mom. Hello? We're here? Look, all I'm saying is, what if you're wrong? Then what? Just imagine a scenario on which you could be wrong. It could be pretty serious. Like, it could be a big deal. Hello? Are you there? Hello? What's coming? Coming to rape. It's not going to come for a while, Harv. Are you willing to wait? What a listener can I see is that (laughs) whole time that was happening, you were fist pumping in the air. (laughs) That was 30 seconds. Jesus. All right. It's time for our last call. PJ, your time to beat is 30 seconds. Okay. So for this one, we're calling Alex's dad. Got it. Hello? Would you hold on just a minute, please? Hold on for what? Yeah, is Lefty there? He's across the street, Lefty, from the lion in the truck. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I think you made it about six seconds, but he actually responded to it. Oh, God. (laughs) That felt really good. All right, okay, so clocking in at 30 seconds, tricking my mom and winning this Alex Goldman. I'm the king of creepiness. I'm the king of creepiness. Got a real spookiness. I'm the king of creepiness. I hate to give it to you, but I do think you're the king of creepiness. I'm a little creepy boy creeping around. Nice job.
Okay, so next episode is episode 84. And I think one of my favorite people that we talked to for this episode was Susan. I remember Susan. Yeah. Yeah. Susan called us. It was last past, present, future. She's the best. So a year ago. A year ago. And it was that we were talking about, like, things people were looking forward to in the next year, I think. Mm -hmm. And she called in because a bunch of her friends had started a soap company. Well, she called in because she'd had, like, just a miserable year. Oh, yeah. She'd had, like, the toughest year ever. She'd, like, gotten a divorce. She had ended up having to move into this, like, freezing cold Airstream trailer. And so it was just sort of, like, good riddance to 2016. And then the thing she was looking forward to, yeah, was that, like, she had this group of friends that um, had started a soap company. It was, like, going kind of rocky, and she was worried about them, but she really wanted it to work out. They were Muslim. It was, like, right after Trump was elected. Mm -hmm. She felt, like, worried for them, basically. Yeah. I think the soap company is okay because I know Alex keeps ordering soap from them. <laughs> um, but I actually, like, over the past year, I keep wondering about her. Like, I keep wondering how she's doing now. So do you want to give Susan a call? Yeah, let's do it. Hello? Hey, Susan, it's Alex and PJ. How's it going? Hello. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. It's nice to hear your voice. What have you been up to for the past year? Oh, gosh. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, I should warn you that as soon as I get on the phone, my dog makes noises, so you might hear my dog. I got a dog. There's something. That sounds pretty good. It seemed like 2016 wasn't the best year for you. I'm wondering if you're in a better place. Oh, well, I'm getting to a better place. Um, I'm quite literally in the same place. Uh, I'm still in this Airstream trailer, believe it or not. Really? Yes. Well, I did at least manage to buy the Airstream outright. I own my own home. <laughs> Good work. So last year we were we asked you what you had to look forward to in 2017. Um, and now I, I'm interested to know what you're looking forward to in 2018. But one thing that I'm looking forward to is I've decided to very actively embrace winter in Indiana. What does Even that though, look like? Well, what it means is, okay, so the sky is the color of a blank sheet of paper, and it makes me want to die inside. <laughs> fine. But it also means that owls are much easier to spot. So I've been getting into owls in a big way. Um, I go out in the woods just about every day and there's one owl in particular who I see almost every day in her tree and I named her Beatrice and I visit her but not too close but I've been collecting owl pellets I bet you don't know what that is no I don't well they can't digest the fur and the bone of these little animals that they eat and they cough up these compact tidy little perfect pellets and they're impossible to find. It's like finding the Hope Diamond if you find one. I found one the other day. I was so excited. And now the three guys are like, are you a witch? What are you up to? Why do you need these bones? But then at the same time, they also just said, hey, uh, we, we found you a really uh, cheap used toaster oven so you can sanitize your owl pellets. So it's like they're teasing me, but then they're also supporting my weird habit now, too. It's very sweet. 
Okay, I'm here at my favorite woods. We have tons of parks and stuff, and uh, this one is a kind of a well-kept secret. So let's see, I have my, my binoculars and my stick and a knife and some mace, because you never know. So anyway, I'm gonna look for Beatrice, uh, my little owl friend. I don't know how they stay warm out here. It's colder than a witch's tit. Okay, we're coming up on Beatrice's tree and the owliest part of the woods. That's our tree. Wow, not only is Beatrice home, she's looking at, straight at me with her eyes all the way open like, fucker. What are you doing? Get out of here. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <gasps> Holy shit. This episode is brought to you by Essentia. A better you starts with better hydration. Essentia is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% .9 pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddle boards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! You have goals. Reach them fast with IU Online's Accelerated Degree Programs. Our six- and eight-week courses are taught 100% online and can fit any schedule. Advance your career with a bachelor's in data science. It only takes 10 minutes to apply. Earn an Indiana University degree that's valued around the world. Get started today at IU Online. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Next up, episode 109 is Facebook spying on you. Okay, so Alex. Yes. So in 109, 
you were trying to figure out if Facebook was listening in on people using the microphones on their phones so they could show them ads. And we learned two things. One, they're probably not doing that. Two, it's basically impossible to convince anybody who believes that Facebook is doing that that it's not the case. Like, we opened up the phone lines, and we found out that either people are just not convincible, or at least they are definitely, like, not convincible by you. Definitely not by me. You, it was, it was something to behold. <laughs> it felt terrible. It was, it, it, not to watch. Um, but, like, the most sort of, the, like, the, 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 like, real, the part where it, like, completely devolved was this woman Julia called, and her thing was, like, they're listening on me, not to give me ads, but to, like, suggest different friends to me. And that, like, the idea that she was asking you a slightly different question for some reason just, like, destroyed you. Um, I have a tape of that. That's true. (laughs) Um, And it was both of us that got the recommended follow, and you don't get the recommended follows that often. So it's definitely listening to me. PJ's smirking at me because he thinks that I can't answer this. No, I'm just smiling because your face is covered in flop sweat. And you're absolutely right that I can't answer this one because (laughs) ad targeting and the people you may know— Data sets are totally separate. I don't. I haven't been researching this. I have no idea. I have. I can't answer this one. I do think it tells you though that the microphone is definitely listening. Uh, it, it PJ can't keep it together. He's losing his mind. He thinks this is so funny. I just think it's funny because Alex had a lot of confidence that he would have all the answers <laughs> and be able to explain to me. <laughs> that feels bad to listen back to. Yeah. Why did you say it like you're enjoying listening back to it? No, I felt bad. Um, but since that episode has aired, I have learned more about how Facebook recommends friends to people in the way that it recommended them to Julia. And I feel like I can confidently call her back and explain what is going on in this situation. Okay, let's call her. Hello? Hey, Julia, it's Alex and PJ. Hey. We're back. Julia, last time you called, things didn't go great as far as me convincing you. Um, But I'm back, and I'm armed with more information, and I think I can convince you that Facebook is not listening to you. Okay. Well, I had a conversation after the episode aired, and I also have an alternate non-microphone theory, but I would would like to know why you think this happened to me. Wait, I'm curious about this other theory. So what is it? So this was the theory that both me and my friend had either Instagram or Facebook open and had location services turned on for at least one of them. And Facebook could see that we were both in the same place and like were therefore actually very good friends and would have way more things in common than sort of like your average two users who may be Facebook friends but are never physically in the same place. Because basically they would have been able to say, okay, we know your friends, we know your close friends, and we know, like, that you're in a friendship circle that includes all these other people who are friends with this guy that you're not friends with. So now we're going to suggest him to you? Yeah. That seems mm. credible to me. Yeah, that does seem yeah. credible. Seems like that could be it, but, like, that still sucks. Oh, it totally still sucks. Well, I have another idea about how Facebook would know to recommend this guy to you, and it comes from... Kashmir Hill, who's a reporter at Gizmodo. Oh, I read the shadow profile story, which oh, also okay. contributed to this theory a little bit. But but tell me more. Alex, does the person we're talking to know less than you do about this or the same amount or more? I would say Julia <laughs> knows about as much. <laughs> <laughs>
But yeah, sorry. So sorry. Alex, tell me tell me more. What do you think? <laughs> oh, this is so humiliating. <laughs> but PJ doesn't know. Uh-huh. So PJ PJ will learn something. <laughs> okay. So in addition to knowing a ton about um about you based on your Facebook profiles, Facebook also has a, a set of information that they use to target your friends to you that Cashmere calls a shadow profile. And like as the only person apparently in this conversation like doesn't know what a shadow profile is, what what's a shadow profile? Basically what it is is um Okay, so you set your you set Facebook up on your phone or on your computer, and it says like, "Hey, we want to find friends for you. Why don't we go through your contact list, and we'll find friends for you?" Uh huh. It will take all of that information, like it, it basically just hoovers up your phone book. But it keeps that information, and anytime someone else adds their their phone book, their address book to uh, Facebook, and there's a new piece of information, it adds that new piece of information to its database. So, like, even if I didn't give Facebook my home address, if you have my home address and it's in your phone book and you synced your contacts, they now know my home address. Exactly. Got it. The fact that Facebook knows, Facebook figures out the connections based on who has who in its address book, there might be, like, a third person who has this guy and both Julia and her friend in the address book. And it's like, oh, well, there's only, like, one degree of separation between these two people and this guy. Let's uh, give this person to them as a person they might know. Okay. So, Julia, was there a particular reason that you were talking about him? Not really, no. It was, like... I think her friend has started dating one of his friends and she was like, oh, like I ran into him the other night. It was so weird. And I was like, I haven't seen him in 10 years. That's so crazy. But her friend is dating one of his friends would be a thing that maybe Facebook would know about. Would be like shadow profile information. True. Yes. True. Like they're sort of like, they can tell that his social circle is inching a little bit closer to yours. And so they're like, hey, what about this guy? You want to be friends with him? Or you want to follow him on Instagram? Very true. It sounds like perhaps like you have convinced yourself that Facebook is not spying on you using its microphone. Yeah, well, I will say this. I still think it is possible. But on a scale of 1 to 10, like how likely do you think that it is? Uh, I would maybe say I'm at a 3. I think it is still a possibility. But I, I do think there are other things Facebook knows and, like, is, is listening in on while not necessarily actually listening in on. And would you say, I mean, so you, you felt a thousand percent before and now you feel like a three out of ten. Was, was Alex pretty helpful as far as <laughs> getting you from the one to the other? Um, yes, sure. Uh, well, look, someone convinced someone. I'm going to just go ahead and chalk it up as a victory. (laughs) So, obviously, one of the people that we wanted to check in with and get an update from is Breakmaster Cylinder, the mysterious person who does a lot of the music, including the theme song for our show. Even though they are currently trapped in space. With no internet. With no internet. We asked them for an update. This is what we got. I reply all. 2017's been wildly hailed as a sad sack of crap, so I've traveled back to 1902. For the future is looking bright for white men. And I hear next year we'll all be getting a movie theater. And Scarlet Feeder. And Scott. 
town is gathered here to kill me, so I'm on my way. I'm headed to New York. I'm gonna bury this tape right where the Gimlet building sits in 2017. I won't be finding Now it's time for the lightning round. Are you sure? I am completely sure. Okay. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to put a minute on the clock. You guys are going to take turns providing updates. It's who can who has more updates within a minute. Okay. Do you want to flip a coin to see who goes first? Yeah, that seems right. Fia, right. do you approve of that? Yeah, I'm okay with that. What kind of coin do you have? I have a quarter. Call it in the air. Heads. Tails. So who goes first? You get to decide. I'm going to say you go first. Okay, cool. I've got a minute on the clock. On your mark, get set, PJ, go. Okay, you remember that whole story about how scientists are trying to figure out how to contact aliens? Yes. They have a new theory, which is that the aliens may be out there but hibernating. Huh. You know uh, the grand tapestry of Pepe where uh, the alt-right took over this frog frog cartoon character? Matt Fury, the creator of Pepe, has sent cease and desists to a bunch of places who are using it, including the Donald subreddit, and he actually filed a lawsuit against the guy who wrote an Islamophobic children's book starring Pepe. As part of the settlement, the guy had to donate all of his profits to the Council on Islamic American Relations. Go ahead. Uh, Okay, the Phantom Caller switched to silent calls for a while, but uh, no one really knows what's going on. Post that story. Brina from the Black Hole New Jersey episode who got her watch taken by scammers. Some benevolent person got her a new Apple Watch. Um, Ennis Cantor, the basketball player who got sort of owned on Twitter. Mm -hmm. He lost his checkmark, but then was given it back, and he doesn't know why. The guy who went into Comet Ping Pong, the Pizzagate pizza place with a gun, got sentenced to four years in jail. Seems reasonable. Temporary protective status visas, the thing that the guy had in Skip Tracer. Trump has shut that down for people from Haiti and Nicaragua, and this month he's supposed to announce whether or not he's going to shut it down for people from El Salvador. Longmont Potion Castle came out with three new albums this year. Uh, the dog rates, uh, the dog rating account, there's yes. now a Brent and Brandt character in the new Sims expansion who I think are married to each other. So you know how Facebook follows you everywhere you go around yes, the internet? Yes, yes. Safari recently came out with an update that allows you to just block that right in the browser and you never have to worry about it again. Uh, do you have any more? I no, have... I'm done. Oh, Flash the Tortoise. It's doing fine still. <laughs> Time. I think I beat him every single way you could count, actually. He talks slower than you. That doesn't help you win. <laughs> Alex, it's okay. Second place is like the first loser. It actually doesn't have to be a competition. It could just be a fun thing where we shout stuff at each other as fast as we can, and I just happen to shout it slower because I talk slow. So it'd be a, a, a together race? Yeah. It'd be it's like going a, for a jog? It would be, think of it as like a potato sack race where, where we're both in the potato sack and we're bouncing around together. Have you ever been in a potato sack race? But it doesn't, ha- it could be fun. It could be like a thing where you're like, oh, we learn to work together and we're both better as a result. Thank we God win we live the in race. this potato sack together. And also then against who? You don't know what a potato, not- a potato no. sack race is not people who live in a potato sack. You said our whole working experience could be like a potato sack race. And you also said it could be non-competitive like a potato sack race. <laughs> Which to me makes me think that you just think when two people love each other, they live in a potato sack. 
Your metaphor for collaborating is a potato sack race. Right, which is like a thing where people are uncomfortably thrown into a hot sack. And they fall over. And they do their best to work together to win the race. Why is it hot? Why Why? is the potato sack hot? (laughs) I just think of it as like a thing you do on a hot day, like a field day. I can't, I feel like I'm being ganged up I feel up like you're going to confess to a murder in like three seconds. Like, you're so losing it. I didn't want to, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but they wouldn't, he wouldn't he help wouldn't me win the race. I kept falling over <laughs> and he wouldn't cooperate. Next up, episode 88, Second Language. Okay, so second language was about this guy, Eric Valor. Eric has pretty advanced ALS. He communicates through a computer that tracks his eye movements, but he's able to get a lot done, including, like, he actually helps with ALS research. He sent us this recording about what he's up to. Hi, sorry for the delay. The only real update worth mentioning is that after some unavoidable delays, my latest drug research project is coming to a head. The next month is the critical one where we find out if my theory is sound. I am hoping Santa brings me 24 wiggling mouse noses. So far they appear to be in good shape but the disease is a little bit like falling off a cliff, when they go they go fast. Needless to say, I would be biting my fingernails if my arms and hands worked. Eric Valor, he also told us that he now has a podcast which you can find on his website. That's ericvalor.org, V-A-L-O-R. What's gonna happen in the future? In the future. What's gonna happen in the future? In the future. Oh, reply all. Reply all. What's gonna happen next year? What's gonna happen next year? And the year after that. The year after that. Listen up and we'll tell you what's in the future. Okay, so in last week's episode, we asked people to call in. Uh, because we wanted to hear their predictions for the future. We are now going to take those calls. Are you ready? I am. Hello? Hello? Hi. Who's this? This is Callie Burke from Florida. Where in Florida? So I'm currently at Kennedy Space Center on Merritt Island in Florida, about an hour east of Orlando. Wait, you're at the Space Center? Yes. I am your rocket scientist fan, or one of them. Oh, did we talk to you before? (laughs) You have talked to me before. How's it going over there in rocket science? Things are going well. What do you got for us in 2018? Uh, I'm launching a rocket to Mars. What? (laughs) Done. You win. No more calls. You're launching a rocket to Mars? Yes. So So, say more. (laughs) So uh, the InSight mission is a Mars lander. Um, it's going to measure Mars quakes because they have those, and it's going to. Great, it's not an earthquake. earthquake. I was going to be like, don't they just call them Mars earthquakes? (laughs) They call them Mars quakes, is what I've heard. I'm not a scientist. Like my job is to make sure that the spacecraft is dropped off at the right place, and it can get itself to Mars from there. And then, how long does it take to get to Mars? So it's going to land on November 26th. No matter what day we launch, we'll launch sometime in May or the beginning of June. And then we'll arrive on November 26th. Cool. Good luck. Thank you. 
Hey, this is Alex and PJ. What is your prediction for 2018? Well, <clears throat> I predict that I'm going to win the Soapbox Derby, uh, Portland Adult Soapbox Derby. I'm going to make a secret car. I usually place about 7th or 8th place, and this year I'm looking for number one. Okay, wait. First of all, are you a little bit far away from the phone right now? He just hung up. Wow. He had one message and he made it. I won't be taking any questions. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Soapbox Derby listeners are going to be rattled. Hello? 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 Hi, who's this? This is Michael Avery. Is this PJ? And, well, um, wow, this is... Wow. And, <laughs> and who? And PJ nobody. PJ and who? Hello, Michael Avery. You have great, <laughs> you have great taste in hosts on the show. <laughs> sorry, I I just woke up and I've been trying and I'm sorry. I'm such a big fan of the show. Alex Golden is a true hero, too. <laughs> oh, God. Do you know how uh, many emails I get a week which are like... Dear PJ and Adam Goldberg, I would just like you to know that I think your show is fantastic. I listen to every episode and I know exactly who you are. PJ and Adam. This is such a golden gripes moment. I love it. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Hey. Hey, Hi. who's this? This is uh, Josh. How are you doing? Good. Good. How are you? Good. I was just calling in from the, I uh, saw the post on Facebook and was calling in. Talking about big things for next year. Yeah. What What's you, your big what thing? You got? So currently I'm uh, finishing up a 20-year career in the uh, Coast Guard. Whoa. And uh, came in 10 days after high school. But uh, just last week, I got an offer letter for uh, another government job, uh, being an electronic technician, hopefully for uh, a three-letter agency. When you say a three-letter agency, CIA, FBI, NSA? Yep. What were your exciting days on the job like? Oh shit! I've uh, I was uh, boarding officer on a, a speedboat down in the Caribbean, uh, chasing down a, a 33 foot uh, go fast full of drugs that we busted. What? Um, uh, that was when I was 20. That was when I was a kid. I was like 21. What's a go fast? A go fast is like a, a vessel used by uh, 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 narcotic smugglers, and basically they're they're custom built fiberglass boats with a lot of engines, and uh, we had to shoot out its engines and everything, what? and they all jumped off the boat. You were shooting out the engines, and you were 21? Well, the guy behind me was shooting out the engines. I was the boarding officer. He was the gunner's mate that was on board. And uh, we couldn't stop the boat, and they had jumped out of it, so it wasn't safe to go across, so we had to shoot out the engines in order to shut it down. Hello? Trying to reach is busy and cannot take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Oh. All right, go ahead and Press hang up. Wait, I think there's a person there. end recording. Hello? 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 Oh. Hi. Hi. It just played a message. I think yeah, we're we... somehow on someone's voicemail. Yeah, I guess this is all recorded. Oh, okay. Who is this? Uh, hi, someone's voicemail. Uh, my name is Michelle. Hello. Hey, Michelle. What's going to happen next year? Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. So next year, I'm going to be um, moving across the country to... Um, I think that's the end of someone's voicemail message. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Um, well, then, after my summer job Thank ends, you. I'll be moving Your to... Your message has reached its maximum <laughs> duration. To send your message, press 3 or hang up. Wow. To delete your current message and record a new one, press 1. To listen to your message, press 2. Oh, to mark your message mess. as urgent... <laughs> I'm worried that if we do anything, it's just going to hang up on you. Well, no, it'll... Try pressing six. Okay, I'm pressing six. Your message is now marked as urgent. To send your message, 
Press 3 <laughs> right, press or three. hang up. Press 3. To delete your current th- message okay, and record a new one, press 1. Your message has been sent. To access the voice portal, Okay, press I think we have to key. kill the call and start a new call. Oh, bummer. I'm sorry. Well, what's the summer job? Say it quick before. Uh, it's working for a truck company out in Portland. And then this after that, I'm moving to France. Valid. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to access the voice portal, press Okay, good luck key. in France. Bye. Bye. Menu, press the Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs> Hello? Oh, hey. Okay. The line is working. Hi. Hi, this is Alex and PJ. What is your uh, prediction for 2018? I am a researcher about... um like sexual assault and how students, like college students, um, handle that. Uh-huh. Before this year, it felt, honestly, it felt like tackling an impossible problem. But this year, we're finally starting to see accusers that, like, people have known about for decades get punished. Yeah. And I think in 2018, we're going to see a huge wave of scandals on college campuses revolving around, like, the way administrations institutions handle that and specifically how they don't handle it and now i have their mom i got their mom into it too so i have it hidden in her in her room so okay just to make sure i understand just like i want a visual picture of this there yeah your your device that you have it broadcasts mm-hmm. to their normal radio it's just like it's like you basically have like the world's tiniest little pirate radio station so they can tune their normal radio yeah, it, to it Right. It's supposed to be used. Yeah, it's supposed to be used in cars that don't have like aux cords. And then I hid the radio in their house and just left it there. And currently, it's playing a loop, um, alternating between static and home Christmas videos from the 1980s that I found on YouTube. Okay, Jamie, let's see what you got. Okay, how how old are you? I'm 18. So, is the thing that you're looking forward to in 2018 just, like, totally bewildering and frightening your friends? Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things. That's one of the things that I'm looking forward to in 2018. But, I mean, the other thing um, that I was calling about, just to tell you guys, is I'm actually planning on coming out as trans next week. Congratulations. Um, yeah. So, that's pretty exciting. That's, I'm looking forward to that. Thanks to everybody who took the time to call in, dealt with our hold system. Whenever we open up the phone lines, we always end up feeling like the world is filled with way more nice and interesting people than maybe it feels like on the subway ride to work. So, thanks. That is our last episode of the year. One last thing before we go. We got some sad news today, which is that Reggie Osei, who hosted Mogul here at Gimlet, as well as his own podcast, The Combat Jack Show, he died this morning of colon cancer. He was 48. Reggie in real life was actually as great as Reggie in his work. He was extremely funny and extremely smart. And when you would just talk to him like normal, outside the studio, small talk, he had a kind of curiosity that most people are just not able to have about other people full time. We were really, really lucky to get to work alongside him, even just for a little bit. And we'll miss him. Okay, that's it for this show. That's it for this year. We'll be back in January. Thanks for hanging out. Files hosted by me, PJ Vote, and Alex Goldman. Our show is produced by Shruti Pinamanani, Fia Benin, and Damiano Marchetti. 
Additional production help this week from Krista Ripple and Anna Foley. Fact-checking by Michelle Harris. Our editor is Tim Howard. Also, next year, Tim is going to be working remotely from Berlin, which means if you're a reporter in Europe who wants to collaborate, you should find him on Twitter. He's at new Tim Howard. That's new, not nude. We were mixed by Kate Belinsky. Our theme music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Special thanks this week to Andrew Pseudonym, Kashmir Hill, Mia Dahlgren, Matt Fury, Matt Farley, Kathleen Sloan, David Steele, Laura Brennis, and Adam Quinn. Matt Lieber is the day where everybody brings their extra baked goods to the office. You can visit our website at replyall.limo, and you can find more episodes of our show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next year. Actually, we should really figure out what's in this box. It's all desert here. If we had a tree or something to drop it from, maybe we could crack it open. jungle. It's awfully quiet, though. Hey, watch what happens when you take a step. <laughs> you know, there's just something about this planet that feels alright. I can't quite put my finger on it. I said on it. Since when do you talk like that? This planet is dead sexy. Hey, you lost your virginity to a specific album, right? Fine. I won't tell you mine either. Oh, you're such a poet. I bet yours was like disc two of melancholy and the infinite sadness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd be thrilled if people were getting it onto my music. Right. They may as well just screw to an episode of Reply All. Wait. Where are we going? I don't know, let's go back. Hey, you know that thing Pink Floyd did with Wizard of Oz? You can do that with Sweet Caroline and literally all pornography.